Hey, grown-ups, warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor has a menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50. That's T-A-L-E-S 5-0. And use code tales50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com. Dot com slash tales 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey grown-ups, I have something exciting to share with you. There's a brand new kids podcast out now that I think you're going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. This show is perfect if you love adventures, solving riddles, and maybe even some wacky math problems. But I need a little help from some new friends to tell you more. Max and Molly, take it away. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starglow Media comes a brand new podcast called Mysteries About True Histories. Uh, does that sound serious enough? Uh, Max, we only have 30 seconds for this promo. Just tell them how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures. I don't have to. You just did. Catch new episodes of Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Tailblazers. I'm Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales a kid's podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. Grown-ups, Girl Tales is brought to you by families like yours. To support Girl Tales, head to patreon.com slash girltales to hear your child's name at the top of our next episode. Today we have another bonus episode for you. I know you've been inside for a very long time, and I know that it gets harder and harder, but... I hope these stories bring you a little bit of joy, and I'm sending so much love your way. This little story is called Pip Van Winkle, and it's an adaptation or a twist on the American folktale Rip Van Winkle. Enjoy. I'd like to tell you about a friend of mine. Just a short time ago, she had a big adventure. Her name is Pip Van Winkle, and she lives in a small town in upstate New York, in an area called the Catskills. It was not called Catskills because the cats that lived there all had amazing skills. It was given that name by Dutch settlers. In Dutch, it means the Wild Cat Creek, which is still pretty cool. Anyway, this adventure happened when Pip was nine years old and about to go into fourth grade. She wasn't like a lot of other nine-year-olds. She didn't like being a kid, not one little bit. She used to ask her parents to let her drive the car. 
She wanted to watch documentaries and only wanted to read grown-up books. She regularly quoted Brene Brown and read plays by Anton Chekhov. Her parents thought it was odd and they tried to remind her to enjoy being a kid, but Pip did not want to enjoy being a kid. She didn't enjoy kid activities like making friends with other kids, learning instruments, winning the science fair, sleepovers, playing made-up imagination games, listening to stories, or anything like that. She wanted to grow up as soon as possible. I want a mortgage, she said. Her parents tried to explain that she should enjoy being a kid and not having to worry about a mortgage. But then Pip would say, I want a car payment. Her parents explained that she should enjoy being a kid and not worry about paying for a car. But then Pip would say, I want to hire a tree surgeon to cut down the old dead oak tree in the yard. And her parents would say, Oh no, we love that old oak tree. We think it's magical. We'd never cut it down. Pip told them flat out that they were irresponsible and that they ought to grow up. Well, one day Pip's dad wanted her to do a puzzle with him, and she decided she had just about enough of thinking about kid things. She went out into her backyard and sat under the old dead oak tree. Her cat. Did I remember to tell you Pip has a cat? He's an orange stripy cat called Tiger. And he's a friendly cat who likes to be pet and to curl up with Pip. So her cat Tiger came and sat next to her. Tiger, being a kid seems like a very silly thing to do. I want to be a grown-up right away and do grown-up things, like get a job, have a car payment, pay a mortgage, and especially cut down this old, dead oak tree. And just when she said that, she heard a rumbling sound from inside the oak tree. Pip jumped up. Tiger made his fur all puffy. That was what he did when a dog walked past their house or a turkey walked through the yard or when he was watching a nature show with Pip and he saw a lion. Pip noticed Tiger's puffy fluff and said, Don't worry, Tiger. It's probably just the old dead oak tree being pushed by the wind. But Pip wasn't so sure that that was true. She was just being brave for Tiger. Then they heard it again. A rumbling sound. Tiger hid behind Pip's legs. All of a sudden, three small cats wearing old-fashioned clothes climbed out of the tree. Who knows where they came from? One was a black cat wearing a white shirt that had puffy sleeves. Another was a gray cat wearing a brown vest. And the last cat was a tabby, a striped cat that was gray and black and brown and had green eyes, and it was wearing a hat like something George Washington would wear. Tiger seemed a bit nervous of these cats, but Pip was intrigued. They stood in a line in front of the tree, looking at Pip. The cats all stood on their hind legs like puss in boots. 
Pip thought that that was kind of silly. All of a sudden, the stripy cat wearing the George Washington hat opened his mouth. But instead of a meow, words came out. Salutations, he said. Pip was so shocked, it took her a moment to reply. Salutations, she said back to the cat. She knew that was a very, very fancy and grown-up way of saying hello. We heard you saying you want to be a grown-up right away, and that you want to cut down this tree. Well, yes, I did. I do. It's irresponsible to keep this dead tree around, Pip told them. Well, I'm Ruggis Comfy, and this is Flutternuggle, and this is Susan. The two other cats bowed when they were introduced. I'm Pip Van Winkle, and this is Tiger, Pip said. Tiger meowed. Feel free to follow us if you'd like to be a grown-up. And with that, the cats turned around and climbed back inside the old dead oak tree. Pip started to follow them. Tiger meowed. Pip thought, you should ask a grown-up. That's what her mom would say when Pip was preparing to do anything that was particularly grown-up. So Pip thought about it, then decided that it was particularly grown-up to follow three strange cats into a tree, and that she didn't need any help from any grown-ups, and she squeezed into the opening in the old dead oak tree. Tiger decided to wait outside and keep watch. Pip followed those silly-looking cats through a small, dark, damp tree tunnel, until finally they came to a big, open field. How did this field fit inside the tree? I honestly don't know, and neither did Pip. It was a sunny meadow with a few trees, and at least ten cats were gathered in the meadow, all wearing funny clothes. Some had shoes, some had hats like pirates, some had puffy shirts. One had a coat with shiny buttons all over it. They were all sitting around a saucer of milk and seemed to be having a party. Pip wondered what would come next when all of a sudden she felt super sleepy. She had never been so tired in her entire life. She didn't even stop to think. She just laid down on a grassy spot and went to sleep. When she woke up, the cats were gone, and the milk and the saucer were gone. It wasn't night or anything, so she mustn't have slept that long. She thought her mom and dad, and especially Tiger, would be wondering where she was, so she couldn't look around for those cats. She had to head back home. She found her way back to the old dead oak tree and made her way back through the small, dark, damp tree tunnel. It felt like she could barely fit this time, squeezing through till she was back in her yard. Tiger wasn't there. Pip figured Tiger had gone home while she was sleeping, so she turned to go back in the house, but it was different. She looked around. She thought maybe she came out of the tree somewhere else. Maybe she had gotten turned around in that tunnel. But... The old dead oak tree was still right where it was supposed to be, in the yard. But the yard of a house that was not her house. Pip was concerned. She was sure that she was in the right place, but this house looked so strange. It was like something out of a movie. 
all tall glass walls and metal sides. And there was a car where their car usually was, but it looked like a cross between a car and a rocket ship. This was definitely strange. And the only thing Pip could think to do was knock on the door and see who was home. She didn't know where Tiger was, or where those cats had gone, or why her parents had changed the whole house and car in one short afternoon, and to be completely, totally honest, she was trying very hard not to cry. Just so you know, when things are strange and scary, even grown-ups feel like crying. Pip knocked on the glass door, and thought she saw someone who kind of looked like her mom through the glass. Wait a second, she said. Just then she realized the grown-up she saw was actually her own reflection. She was a grown-up. She jumped back from the door and felt her face. It was a grown-up's face. She looked at her reflection in the glass. She was as tall as a grown-up, and her hair was super long. She must have been asleep for years. She hurried back to the old dead oak tree in the yard and sat where she had sat just that afternoon. How could she have been asleep for so long that she became a grown-up? Where was Tiger? Where were her parents? Now that she was a grown-up, she would have to fend for herself. And it looked like she had to do it alone. She'd need a place to live, a way to get around, and she didn't feel ready to do any of those things. I don't like this one little bit, she said out loud to nobody. I wish I could go back to being a kid with my parents and my cat and this old oak tree in the yard. And when she heard how grown up her voice sounded, she started to cry. (laughs) She felt a familiar rumbling and shaking from the tree. She jumped up and saw those three cats dressed in olden clothing. Hey, she said, where is my cat? Where are my parents? Why do I look like a grown-up? The stripy brown tabby cat with green eyes, who was still wearing a George Washington hat, who called himself Ruggis Comfy, spoke to her again. Well, Miss Van Winkle, we heard your wish and granted it. You're a grown-up. Pip paused. But I didn't get to finish elementary school, or go to middle school, or high school, or learn to drive, or do drama club, or college calculus, or make friends, or play an instrument, or win the science fair. And where's Tiger? Hmm, said the cat. So you don't want to skip these things and go straight to grown-up life? No, Pip said. I thought I did, but I have a lot of things to look forward to before I become a grown-up with a mortgage and a car payment. And our tree? asked the cat. You mean this old dead oak tree? Pip asked. Yes, Miss Van Winkle. You planned to cut it down. This is our home, and as you can see, we're a little bit magic. If you cut it down, we won't have a home, and the magic will be lost. Pip thought for a moment. Well, I did want to cut the tree down, but that was before I knew it was a special tree, home to magic cats. I want to go back to being a kid, and I want to protect this tree and its magic. 
As long as I'm here, this tree will not be cut down, she bowed. Very well, said the cat. And he and the other two cats turned and walked back inside the old dead oak tree and vanished. But wait, Pip called after them. She was still a grown-up, and she wanted to be a kid again and do kid things and grow up in her own good time. But suddenly, she was a very, very sleepy grown-up. She was so sleepy, she just sat down right there and fell asleep, sitting against the old dead oak tree that was home to magic cats. Pip! A far-off voice called. Pip, it's time for dinner! Pip woke up to the sound of her mom calling her for dinner. She felt a furry friend next to her. It was Tiger. He yawned and stretched. Tiger, I'm a kid again! Tiger started cleaning his leg, like he didn't remember the whole wild adventure with the cats wearing clothes. (coughs) Pip felt her face and looked at her body. She was a kid again. She poked her head into the tree and hollered, Nuggle and Susan! And far off, Pip thought she heard a group of cats purring. From that day on, Pip has enjoyed doing kid stuff. She still likes to read grown-up books and listen to opera and watch documentaries about the fall of the Roman Empire. But she also likes doing the science fair, learning to play the violin, and playing imagination games with new friends, who are also kids. And she is making sure the old oak tree, that is definitely magical, will never be cut down. I know, because she told me the whole story just a few days ago, right before we sat down to do a puzzle. That was Pip Van Winkle, written by Tessa Flannery, produced by Chad Shanai, Executive produced and performed by me, Rebecca Cunningham. Scored by Eli Denby Wood and original theme music by Amy Geisbers Van Wyk and Eli Denby Wood. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts and tell your friends about Girl Tales. And oh, remember, I believe in you. And a princess ain't about the dresses. strong in the night you gotta remember yeah you gotta remember